So welcome everybody to this episode of the Ninth Grade Experience podcast. Uh, we are here again, back in the building for the second week in a row, uh, getting used to life back here at Emmaus High School within the building. And uh, this week we have a new guest to the show, uh, somebody who might help us out with some of the uh, extracurricular activities that will go on at the high school this year and kind of give us some feedback on that. So today we have Assistant Athletic Director Matt Spengler. So Mr. Spengler, thanks for joining us today on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So we always ask new guests to the show to uh, talk about their ninth grade experience. And like we always qualify it for the adults. You don't have to say what year. You don't have to say what school. Uh, we were talking before we came on and maybe it's better for you not to divulge the school, but you can if you want. Um, you can infer from whatever you want from that statement. But uh, what was your ninth grade experience like? Um, I went to a school district up the road, um, and when I first started there in ninth grade, it was the first year that the building uh, was constructed. It was a brand new building, pretty big, and uh, I was, when I walked in there uh, with 3,000 kids, it was pretty intimidating. Um, luckily, I was involved in activities, and activities and sports really helped me out uh, freshman year to, you know, gain new friends and stuff like that, but yeah, it was pretty difficult transitioning from eighth grade to ninth grade, going from a smaller building to a larger building, and especially with the older kids at that school. So uh, it was a brand new building, and uh, I was the first class to go all four years and graduate from that building. Yeah, I was going to say, from from my knowledge of that school up the road there, was that, that was the first year that all four of the high school grades were together, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Actually, I believe so. I forget how they had it organized at that time. Um, but they turned the old high school into a middle school. So do you remember like when you were in ninth grade and, and we're going to talk about your role in like overseeing like the clubs and the activities and stuff, like was there something in ninth grade that you joined or a sport that you played that was like significant that maybe carried through high school for you or like a significant activity that you got yourself involved with that kind of maybe not necessarily shaped your direction or your future direction, but something that, you know, you look back on and be like, wow, I, I got involved with that. And it kind of really led me on a path for high school. Yeah, for me, uh, it was definitely wrestling. Um, I wrestled uh, all four years in high school and then wrestled in college, then coached for 11 years. And uh, just the work ethic that that sport in particular instills in you, uh, it helps you years down the road in your job and, you know, just, in your life, dealing with your kids and your marriage, and when you, when you go through difficult times, use the. I always go back to my wrestling days uh, of, of those practices and overcoming adversity. And then also in clubs as well, I was involved in the German club. Um, I'm still Facebook friends with like, my German club advisor, German teacher, uh, Frau Cortazzo, her name was, and uh, she was definitely a special person in my life, and I really enjoyed that club. And it's always interesting, like we take a, when we talk to either like the adults we talk to on the show, we always kind of see that connection that at some point they kind of join something or they're involved with something and it kind of connects with them and they can remember that and kind of carry it through. So you're in a unique spot here at Emmaus High School. You're the assistant athletic director. So you've been dealing with a lot of stuff over the summer related to athletics. Uh, but at the beginning here, we're going to talk more about the clubs and activities side. So, um, 
talk to us a little bit about like what that has looked like throughout the summer and kind of where we're at with clubs and activities here at the high school um, as we start the, the school year, because we talk every year about getting involved and, you know, finding that group of people, whether, you know, whatever your interests are, and it kind of makes the big school smaller. But what is that, like, how has that progressed through the summer? And what is that going to look like here at the start of the school year? So it changed a lot. Um, clubs right now, I'm sure you guys saw the return to uh, school plan is going to start out virtually. However, there are plans in the works where clubs are going to be eventually face-to-face. Um, we got our, we, right now, band is permitted on campus. We had to come up with a return to band plan that got school board approved. Then also everyone knows a return to sports plan. So clubs to start uh, will be virtually. In my previous year here, um, as far as getting advisors in place, I normally do that in May and June, but because of the budget, you know, issues that we had, I'm, I'm starting to get people uh, school board approved now. So this next school board meeting, there's going to be a lot of advisors that are going to get approved. Um, but I think in the very near future, we're going to have clubs, or at least I hope face to face. So that would be like when we come back in the hybrid model, like in the end of October here at the high school, that's what it would look like. So we'll start off virtually and kind of go to that kind of model at the end of October. Yeah, we're kind of at a, you know, with the change in going to all online until October 26th, um, that definitely throws a curveball. Um, however, my job and my goal is is to get face-to-face as soon as possible with clubs. I don't know if it'll be October. I don't know if it'll be November. I don't know if it's going to be September. That's something that um, hopefully I'll have the plan in place by next week. So for our, for at the start of the year, so we have this, uh, our schedule here at the high school, like students are done with their like classes at one o'clock, like in that one fifteen range. And then they have from one fifteen to two thirty that's supposed to be like work time and checking in with your teachers. So are clubs, uh, virtual clubs, like for the first little bit, if they decide to start meeting, is that so that will the clubs then be meeting at like two thirty-five? Is that like, or is it up to the club leaders' discretion on how they're going to meet? Like, I was kind of curious over the summer to kind of know like the logistics of how that would work, like with our schedule. So, what yeah, will like it, clubs look like? I think uh, the as far as the teacher schedules and most of our uh, advisors are teachers. They're going to have to have the meetings after two thirty. Um, it just makes sense. Uh, just like in a normal school year, that's when their club meetings are. They're going to be after school and after school time. So whenever they can find time to, I, I, th- I feel like everyone's becoming pretty proficient in Zoom, um, yeah. especially during this time. So uh, that's when they're going to have to start off. And most of our clubs really don't get started until mid to end of September anyways. So we have a little bit of time to get a plan in place for when we go virtual or for when we eventually get in the face-to-face. But I'm, I'm hoping uh, with the parameters that we're going to put in place that it happens sooner rather than later. And I was just thinking too over the summer, like, and this is like for athletics and this is a question I had with a lot of this stuff is so like if in the, you know, in the fall here, we have the chance to come back in the hybrid model and we do the clubs and activities um, like normal where maybe they can meet face to face. Like, is there going to be some sort of like late bus transportation or how will that work for transportation wise? Cause I'm assuming now for athletics, students have to find their own way back. There's no like, 
bus run that picks them up to bring them to like athletics. Is it going to be the same thing for like activities as well too? Like, yeah, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing, you know, just like if we had a meeting, you know, last year, pre COVID, you know, uh, I'll just throw out German club. I mentioned my experience in German club. Uh, If the meeting ends at four, they're going to have to find a ride back uh, for that particular time. Yeah. So there's not like, like in the years past, like we would always tell kids that like usually clubs met on like Tuesdays and Thursdays because of the late bus that was provided. But like at this point, there's not like a plan for like late bus transportation. If the clubs kind of do go to a in-person kind of format at any point, like earlier in the year here. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to think virtually, it's pretty hard for the fitness team to have a virtual meeting. It's a lot easier for the French club to have a virtual meeting, especially to start the year compared to the fitness team or these a couple of our other clubs are real challenge. How, you know, robotics, another one, you know, that's tough to have a virtual meeting where this, it's so hands-on uh, that particular club. So the more hands-on clubs that we have, it's, it's hard to get creative. Like how can you do some of those clubs virtually? And is there, like, I assume, like, because you said there was a plan to kind of have them be in person. Like, I assume that, like, clubs, like, like, I wasn't even thinking of, like, the fitness team because they call it a team. So I wasn't even thinking mm-hmm. it as, like, a club. But, like, so I guess there'll be, like, different, almost different kind of strategies for, like, you said, like, non, we'll call it, like, non-contact clubs versus, like, contact clubs or, like, clubs that will be more, in, like, they need to be, like, kind of more in person. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely going to be a challenge for those clubs. And then another big one is winter track club. We have hundreds of kids in winter track. And with that 25 person limit right now that we're dealing with in volleyball, you know, the mandate from the governor where you can only have 25 people in a given space for an event, that's, that's tough to overcome. So we're definitely have, eventually going to have to get creative if that mandate is still in place. So I should have asked you this kind of a little bit earlier, but um, so if a student is like starting with like a ninth grader or any student that it's kind of interested in learning about like what clubs and activities we have here at the high school, where, where can they go to check some of that out? All right. So you would go to the East Penn School District homepage, go to departments, and there's a drop down menu. And on that drop down menu is athletics and activities. So we have a up to date website for all uh, sports and activities on there on the right hand side. Uh, there's a tab called clubs. You can click clubs and you, we have all the advisors names listed with the clubs that we have available at the high school. That wasn't, that was updated last year. So once I get all the school board approvals this month, um, then I'll update it and I'll be ready to go around October 1. After all, uh, on the top of your head, off the top of your head, how many clubs and activities do we have here at Emmaus? Um, well, if we're talking about, you know, orchestra and chorale and band and, you know, not just the clubs, but all the extracurricular, I mean, I'd say 70 or 80. Yeah. Do you, do you deal with like, um, like orchestra and chorale and stuff like that too? Yeah. That's under this, the same umbrella as far as, uh, that's concerned as well. We also, in this office, we deal with, uh, field trips and facility agreements and fundraisers and, you know, all the sports. Are clubs going to be allowed to fundraise this year? I don't know if you're allowed to say that or not, but like, I know in the past, that's like kind of been a big way for them to be able to do uh, different clubs and activities, like to be able to supplement it. But like, what is that going to look like? Yeah, it's going to have to, you know, you got to think of the social distancing aspect through this whole thing. So, you know, if people want, there's some fundraisers that are done online, 
right? So yeah. that, that they're going to be easier and it depends how they're distributed. But yes, I think fundraisers, you know, depending on the fundraiser will, will be possible. Obviously we're not in school. Um, so that makes it more difficult for people to see each other, but you know, some of the fundraisers are, they're selling things and they give their items to their, uh, parents, you know, at work and, and so on and so forth. So let's thank our sponsor for this show, the East Penn education foundation. This podcast has been made possible through a thousand dollar grant awarded to teachers like me each year who are attempting to do unique projects in the area of science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. The foundation supports programs that put learning in motion by giving students the tools they need to think actively in a complex and changing world. You can follow them on Facebook at East Penn Education Foundation, on Twitter at EPSD EdFound, or Instagram at EPSD Ed Foundation. Back and uh, Mr. Spangler and I are dealing with... Uh, problems in the virtual world so we were recording and then I looked up and looked at the screen and Mr. Spangler had frozen so uh, we were just saying that this is one of the the new things that we'll have to deal with in the world of clubs and activities is doing those virtual things is uh, maybe sometimes they're not going to work together all the time and it's not going to work out so and I know and you're in your office and no one's there so I don't know maybe maybe that we were going to ask a question that the internet didn't want us to answer so maybe that was it I don't know could be true (laughs) <laughs> so I was asking, I think before we froze, I was asking about a popular activity here at the high school. It's scheduled for this year. Well, uh, it would be scheduled for this year is Shave for the Brave. It's one of the bigger events here at the high school. Have there been any early talks about what might happen with Shave for the Brave yet? There is. Um, fortunately uh, for me, I, I spent a lot of time with this person, Liz Del Rey. She's our trainer. That's in, that's in charge of shape for the brave and we we have some virtual options in place we have some potential outdoor options as well um you know that that expands our limit of people obviously if we're outside uh compared to in the gym i don't know you know who knows it's hard to have a crystal ball here to see what you know what's what's going to be in place in march or april yeah, absolutely. I was just wondering, just wondering for my own personal hair, because sometimes I leave my hair grow for the entire shave for the brave year until we get to that point. So yeah, keep it growing. Keep, keep it growing. It growing. My so, advice, you know, Liz and myself, along with other people in this district, are going to do anything possible for that event. It's it's for a great cause, and she puts two years of work in for one day. Yeah, it's a, it's a great event. And just as uh, throwing this out there, I know the first year they did do the event, they did it on the track down at the stadium and it was outdoors. Now I don't know what the new track and the new field that they want hair all in it. So that might be a problem, but I know that they've done it outdoors before. So just uh, go back in the, uh, in the archives the first year it was done outside. So I guess it could be done. It was a lot smaller on the first go around. So yeah, it's um, a great event. I mean, we're, we'll try to host if we can. Yep. Um, so a couple more questions here as we kind of finish up here so you can get back to solving all the, the athletics and uh, all the, all the issues of the world here. Um, just one more club question. Are there any new clubs on the horizon this year or new things that, you know, haven't been offered here at Emmaus that might be, uh, you know, in addition to the, the, the things that are usually offered all the time? Um, not officially as of now. Um, this summer there was a individual that reached out to our principal, Dr. Kiras, about starting a club, but we're opening or open to starting new clubs at any point, especially during the fall semester. I mean, once if a club comes forward in March or April, we'll just say wait till August, wait till September to get it going. But 
nothing really. Okay, so nothing, nothing new. No one wants to start like uh, the vaccine club, like developing the vaccine, or no one's no science club, or who, who knows what. But. Yeah, we've we've had in my two years here, we've had about ten or fifteen new clubs that have been oh, that's started. Good. So normally it's about five or so a year, five or six. Okay, so we'll end since you also deal with athletics too. Now this, you know, practices and stuff have kind of already started or will be starting soon here. So if you're a fall athlete you are pretty much geared into what you've been needing to do for a while here. But, you know, we've had lots of issues going back and forth with the governor, the PIAA, the school district, everything else. But as of right now, athletics are a go. I saw there was a football schedule that came out either like late last week or early this week. So it looks like, you know, we're looking to play that kind of stuff. So what has it been like for you as the assistant athletic director kind of through this entire process too, and kind of, you know, riding the ups and downs and, you know, wanting to have kids out on the field, but wanting them to be safe and all the other stuff. Um, it's been a roller coaster for me personally. Um, I normally like routine. Um, I also normally like to be very, very proactive. And uh, for this, we ha- kind of have to procrastinate. I know that word sometimes uh, can be frowned upon, but I kind of have to hold myself back, um, not even in the sports realm, but just for example, I also am in charge of picture day. And um, I had four days reserved in September and four days reserved in October and had to cancel eight days of picture days. And now we're going to be running picture day in November. Um, And a lot goes behind that um, event. So there's just a lot of changes. So instead of doing one day of picture day, in September every year, we had four planned because of the hybrid model. Um, so that's going to continue for November. Um, I'd say, you know, I saw Mr. Fortier last week. I'd say work-wise, probably triple or quadruple amount of what, you know, because you're planning for four picture days now. So yeah, just, you're pl- yeah. It's you not know. as easy as just planning for, you know, normal football, normal sports, normal clubs. It's like, you know, you got it on autopilot, kind of like you were saying. Yeah. But now it's like you have to deal with all these other outside issues that really are out of your control. And then going for the sports, for sports um, schedules, we normally have our scheduling meeting in conference every January. And my schedules and our schedules are done by March. Well, they're, they're not done right now. It's September 2nd. <laughs> so, um, you know, the fall, um, we're, we have a meeting tomorrow where hopefully they'll all be finalized and we'll get all the schedules out by Friday. So that's where we're looking at with all levels, not just the high school. Now I know on the, uh, I saw on the EHS athletics Twitter feed that golf started yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, that was my video. Yep. So uh, it must've been nice to be out there to kind of see them, you know, starting off the season. So golf has started. Um, can you kind of just give us a quick rundown yeah. of everything starting there? Yeah, I'll give you a rundown. Um, official practices have started in every high well, – we're just talking high school. Every high school sport, official practices, except for football. Football starting in a couple of days. Their first official practice. Um, competitions have started in golf and tennis around the area. Unfortunately, we had to uh, reschedule a tennis event. There was a conflict with another school, so – Tennis is uh, getting underway uh, tomorrow. Um, Cross country gets going officially. I believe it's September 15th, I think, is our first competition. Uh, Girls volleyball, boys and girls soccer, and field hockey are the end of September. 
along with football shortly thereafter. So that's kind of the rundown for uh, fall sports. I don't think I missed any. And then I'm going to just assume that they have not – well, I'm sure you've probably begun thinking about it, but like winter sports stuff, or, 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 I'm sure there's planning. and So there's already, of- there's already planning. Um, I think I've talked to just about every winter coach so far. Um, off-season workouts, you know, preseason workouts are going to get underway for a lot of those programs already in September. Um, so their first official practices aren't until November, but we have to come up with creative plans because as you know, most of the winter sports, if not, well, all of them are inside. Yep. Yeah. I have a middle school son who's going to be in seventh grade. That's, you know, looking for the basketball information. Not that I'm trying to put proke it from you now, but you know, they're looking for that kind of stuff. So it'll be really interesting to see, like, I know we received some notification from a couple of the youth groups that like, it's all contingent upon like, East Penn school district being allowed to like use their gyms and other stuff like that. So a lot of different organizations are looking for those winter things as well too. So I'm sure, you know, you're still planning the fall here. The winter is coming pretty quickly. So I'm sure you're just constantly in a state of all over the place and and trying to figure it all out. Yeah. You just got to evolve and, you know, become a problem solver and, and figure it out. I mean, it is what it is. You're dealt a hand and you got to overcome it. All right. So I think uh, we kind of gave a lot of good information to our students and ninth graders. So if they're interested, they can go find on the EHS Athletics website there on their clubs. They'll find that there. If you want to follow what EHS Athletics are doing, um, EHS EHS Athletics on Twitter. Are you guys on like Instagram or anything else like that? No, Twitter is all we can handle here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, and then um, I know that uh, just out of personal uh, connections. I've been talking, like I worked with Zach Connor last year. So the Hornet and the, the Hornets ready to come back and make a reappearance here in uh, 20, 2020, 2021. That's the rumor. That's what I'm hearing. So we'll have to wait and see the, the new Hornet and you know, who's going to be inside the costume there. So hopefully they'll be able to be out there. And I don't know if they're included in the, uh, the people that are allowed at the football games, but hopefully the Hornet will be out there and at the other athletics that they can make it to. So uh, any other, anything else that students should be aware of from things that are coming out of your office, Mr. Spangler? No, just no clubs will probably be finalized. All the school board approvals, worst case in October. And that website will be updated in the next month or so. So that's where we're at with clubs. Um, and, and if people are looking for your office, if they need to get information, they're not going to be here much longer. But when they come back, you guys are located right next to Mr. Fortier's office up there near the horseshoe where, you know, you can get let off in the morning. So if you need anything when you're back at school or you're dropping papers off, the athletics office is right there. So, yeah. So thanks a lot for coming on with us today. Really appreciate it. And, uh, Good luck with planning and implementing all this stuff. I'm sure it's crazy and I'm sure a lot of people are pulling at you from each direction. So thanks for taking a couple minutes out to talk to us today. You're welcome. Thanks again.